Welcome to This is the Day with Pastor Wade Scarborough. It is our prayer that something is said or done to make your walk through this journey called life a little lighter and brighter. You can follow Pastor Wade at Real Pastor Wade on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. He looks forward to walking with you on this journey together to breakthrough, victory, redemption. Pastor Wade is anointed and experienced in multiple areas of life. God uses him to have us look at our challenges in ways we may never have seen before. Now the moment we've all been waiting for, Pastor Wade Scarborough. This is the day. This is the day. This is the only day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Ladies and gentlemen, what's up? It's your boy. It's Pastor Wade Scarborough, and this is the day. What's up, y'all? Man, a lot's going on, but let me just say, it's an honor and privilege, you know, that you've taken the time out of your life, you know, because there's a lot of things going on right now. You're taking the time out of your life. You can be enjoying a whole bunch of other conversations. Listen, you can, you're quarantined. Some getting the vaccine. Don't get me started on that. Uh, some could be doing a lot of other things, making some money. Listen, there's 47 million people out of work right now, but you decided to join this conversation. And let me say, I am honored because you could be doing so many other things. And for those joining us for the very first time, let me just give you a special welcome a special shout out to you that, listen, like I told everybody else, you could be doing anything else, but you decided to join this conversation. And let me explain to you what This Is The Day with Pastor Wade is all about. This show is about discussing various topics that the church body does not talk about on a Sunday. Don't get me started on that, y'all. Or at a Bible study on a Zoom or, you know, shut down from talking about it all together because of the sensitive nature of the subject. All of us, no matter what you think, feel, or believe, without judgment, will not be made to feel like your feelings or opinion, because there's a lot of that going around, are not valid, and we can have a conversation freely here on This Is The Day With Pastor Wade. Isn't that wonderful that we could actually go somewhere to talk? Because, you know, you know, if they can censor or ban, like Twitter did, the 45th president of the United States, they can do that. This is a, that was a sitting president, mind you. Before the inauguration, that's a sitting president that they basically said, you're banned from Twitter. So if they can do that, man, I'm glad we can have this conversation here freely on This Is A Day With Pastor Wait, Listen, there's a lot of going on right now, y'all. Listen, we got a new, I don't even want to call it a new administration. It, it's, the same, it's the same administration. You know, the eight years that we had with Obama, now Obama's my dude, you know, but he didn't do nothing for nobody. I mean, he's a politician. I mean, Michelle looked all beautiful and all, but, you know, she didn't do nothing either, you know. Uh, I'm just saying that none of them did anything. And now we all happy about Biden, who has early sets of dementia and can't even remember if he's the president. And then, oh, we got Harris. Oh, my God. Now everybody want to wear chucks and pearls. They don't even know why they're wearing the chucks and pearls. No, Most of the people ain't even a sorority. In front. They don't, uh, don't get me started in chucks and pearls. Stop it. Are, are we a boy? Are we a girl? I, listen, it's got me confused, y'all, but everybody want to back this, this administration, and the first thing that they did was nothing. And then now they want to vaccinate 100 million people in 100 days. See, I told you that this stuff was going to be over by the State of the Union because they're going to want to vaccinate 100 million people in 100 days. And listen, y'all, <clears throat> I can't tell you what to do. I'm not your doctor. I'm not your advisor. But if I was you, 
I would not take the vaccine. Yeah, I said it. It's my show. I can say that. I'm just just giving you some advice. I wouldn't do that. People are dying. As you see, we just lost the great Hank Aaron. Yeah, two weeks after he took the vaccine. Yeah, he died. Uh, Yeah. I mean, some say, was he going to pass away anyway? Probably so. But when you take the vaccine, it's not... It's, it's going to aid that. Larry King, CNN, you know, Larry King Live, same thing. Nobody's really talking about that, but that was something that happened too. Listen, there's a lot of people. We're not even going to start about, you know, people think everybody's dying of COVID. No. What did I tell you? All COVID is, is a flu or a pneumonia, a, a higher grade. That's all it is. It's nothing different than we've experienced before. And so one doctor even told me, uh, what if those people were supposed to pass away anyway. I'm just going to leave that alone, y'all. I'm just going to leave that alone. I was just like, that's a great point. But listen, y'all, be safe out there. If you want to know what your vaccine is, your vaccine is vitamin C. Your vaccine is vitamin D. Uh, Your vaccine are in superfoods. Your vaccine is in the food God created, not this man-created food, the food God created created. Listen, I got a lemon tree, the Meyer lemons, you know, the sweet lemons. I got a plenty of vaccine in my yard. Those that got orange trees. Hey, listen, you got plenty of vaccine. Listen, why don't we learn how to eat better and take care of our temple? Remember, we're talking about discipline, right? This is a discipline that everybody should learn instead of hiding behind a vaccine and let me go get a shot or a pill for it versus let's just eat right and feed our soul just like we're supposed to feed our mind. Oh boy, I'm in trouble. I can feel it right now. Listen, y'all, we're talking about discipline. So I can tell this is part of being disciplined. You know, people are running scared. They're, they're, you know, in fear. Fear paralyzes and doesn't allow you to move. Also, we are being force fed. By the media out there. I'm so pissed off at the media. And I heard a great quote what media actually means. M-E-D-I-A. It means uh, mind easily uh, desensitized uh, immediately after. Woo! Media means mind easily desensitized immediate after. So that means as soon as you watch the media, you are desensitized to everything going on. We got people at each other's throat. Listen, nobody wants any kind of discipline right now. Everybody is choosing size. The virus is really not the flu or the pneumonia or this thing they try to call COVID. It is hatred and division. So when we talk about how to apply faith, the disciplines now of faith. Remember the previous conversations that we had, how to treat one another, which is major. We need to redo that one again because woo, hearts are growing cold out there, y'all. We, we did uh, how to treat one another and did before that the 10 principles for a successful relationship. Everything begins and ends with relationship. Right now, there are so many fractured relationships. Listen, our church is talking about opening the doors back open again once we get a building and stuff like that. But listen, my stance is before we even do that, we need to come to Jesus meeting. Why? A reconciliation meeting. Why? Because both there's too many people on opposite sides of the pendulum. Mask, no mask, all this vaccine, no vaccine. All that stuff is coming to play. And nobody wants the word of God to be the center. Oh, boy. I'm in so much shudder right now, you know, because everybody still thinks social distancing is of God. It, it's not at all. Jesus went into the where the guy was for 38 years of infirmities into the where the pool of Bethesda was. He went into the community of the blind, paralyzed, and lame. He went into the community. But I'm going to leave that alone, y'all, because we have to continue our conversation about the disciplines, of faith. And we talking about prayer. 
right now. The discipline of prayer. And you know how we do. Before we get started, listen, for those that is joining us for the very first time, <laughs> we got a thing that we do here. You know, like on the airplane. I know y'all been on the airplane. I don't know about recently, but I know y'all been on the airplane. You know, when they get up on the airplane and, and want to do the announcement? Well, we do the same thing here. Listen. Make sure your seat and tray tables are in an upright lock position. Any turbulence you feel on this plane is God shaking at the very root what does not need to belong on this plane. If you're listening to your neighbor or with somebody right now, which I hope you are, look to them and say, you ready? Look back at them and say, I'm ready. Then let's go. Let's continue about our discipline on prayer part two. Remember, we talked about acts. A-C-T-S. Acts is an acronym for adoration, confession. T is for thanksgiving, and S is for supplication. And what do we say discipline is? While we're doing discipline, it's an activity or exercise or a regiment that develops or improves a skill or training. That's why right now during this time of I'm holding my bunny quotes in there, COVID, and everybody looking towards a vaccine right now. Listen, why don't you exercise? Uh-oh. Uh-oh, I was just talking to the producer of my show. And listen, before we even started, he said I had to get it in. Listen, he got to get it in right now. And, and that's a good thing. Activity, exercising, listen, building up that immune system. That's what it's all about, y'all. Let's look towards that because God has put all of our healing, all of our medicine and food. If we would just have, you guessed it, discipline. So let's continue. Remember, we said Lord's Prayer. And we said acts are just meant as a guide uh, to help and center us, uh, keeping us on track. This is also meant, not meant to really be, you know, rigid, y'all, uh, like a, but it's a blur, more of a blueprint for us to have prayer. Rather, it's also a method and a guide to help us build our prayer time. This word, A-C-T-S, adoration, confession, thanksgiving, and supplication, has been around for many decades, folks, and served on many countless occasions to Christians well. It should serve you well as, as well. Also, understand this, this method to ask God for guidance all through the day, use this as a discipline to praise him, to be thankful and to seek needs. Listen, y'all, go through the whole day praying. I know, man, we, some of y'all, we got some religious people, man. And, you know, I'm a brother, you know, I'm, I'm an African-American, black community, you know what I'm saying? Man, we got so many rituals and traditions that we just don't need. Matter of fact, if you was to ask the average black person why they do what they do in church, they could not tell you because it was taught to them. We got so much bad teaching and ritualistic things. We think the Catholic church is bad. Oh, my God. Man, the regular church, Baptist, Methodist, the Presbyterian, Kojic, it don't matter, Methodist, all of it. All so many ritualistic things, especially when it comes to prayer, you know, listen, yes, sometimes you can get on your knees and, you know, go through this long, elongated thing. And that's OK if you do that. But sometimes as you're going through your day, why don't you just say something to God real quick? God, but keep God involved in your day. The word says meditate on it day and night. When you look at meditate, that means you're remembering something. You're calming yourself down. Listen, meditate on something. That's an ongoing thing. Prayer is an ongoing thing. Look at it as a continuous conversation. I know we like to say amen afterward, but it is really a continuous conversation. Listen, sometimes I'll be driving my car, girl, and I'll be like tripping. And I'll be like, God, I just need some help. That's a prayer. You do know that. 
That's why when Jesus gave the model prayer, which is all it is, the model, it says, Our Father, which art in heaven, how to be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who have trespassed against us. And lead us not into temptation. Yes, God can lead you into temptation. I'm just asking for a friend. That's what he said, because he let Jesus in, uh, it says the Holy Spirit led Jesus into the wilderness for 40 days to be tempted by the devil. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. So you got to praise him, be thankful to him, and seek his needs all day long. Every breath you take, every step you make, every task you do is to be spent in him. You are already his child. No matter, listen, no matter what religion, belief, culture you're from, you're all God's children. You were all created by him. Just because you want to be over here with Buddha and, and, and Shakari and all that and uh, Anubis and all that. Listen, because Shiva, all, if you want to, just because you're doing all that, you are still Allah, whatever you want to call him. You are still God's creation. But listen, to be his child, you have to choose him. Uh-oh, uh-oh, I think I'm in trouble right there. I, I think I'm in some serious trouble. Understand this, when you're his child, live that way as people of prayer. So always be prayerful. Listen, it's always, it's amazing that even an atheist, when they need, when they in trouble, they even say, oh God, <laughs> oh God, I need some help. Uh, wait a minute, but you didn't believe. As soon as I get in some trouble, all of a sudden, you know, people want to reach out for God. Think about and foresee your day with him, y'all. Like, we go, you're supposed to go through the day with God. Listen, there's no activity that you can do without him. He's in all places, all the time. Oh my goodness. All Understand this. Prayer can meet all things and needs and everything we will ever face in life from the trivial uh, to the utmost of importance. Prayer can and must be a significant part. We can be confident that our prayers are heard and are answered. No matter what we need or face, we have Christ. Understand this. We must preface, surround, and empower everything we do by our obedience and our desire that leads us to discipline of prayer. It is never to be an afterthought. Rather, it is to be our first thought. Listen, y'all better watch this. Prayer should never be an afterthought, folks. Rather, it should be our first thought. Listen, I mean, like I told you, as soon as I walk out of the house, when I hit that atmosphere in there, first of all, before when I wake up in the morning, I always say, good morning, God. Uh, before I go to bed uh, at night, the last thing I say is, uh, thank you, God, in the name of Jesus. Listen, I, listen, I just want to thank him for make, letting me, allow me to go through this day. That's a prayer, y'all. Uh, go through this day, and I just want to thank him for it because, you know, every day is not promised. And if I wake up in the morning and I'm in his presence, he knows the last thing I told him was thank you. <laughs> Then when I wake up in the morning, if he allows me to see another day, that's why this is the day. This is the day. This is the only day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. See, we don't have tomorrow. Yesterday has already passed. This is the only day we got. So when I woke up this morning, the first thing I said was, good morning, God. <laughs> yes, yeah, 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 yeah. That is starting a prayer life, y'all. Just doing that, telling God, good morning, and thank you at night before you close those eyes. I'm telling you, it will change your life. Then you can be gradually, uh, during all the day, keep including him in your decision-making and things. Also try to keep you out of trouble. 
uh-oh, 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 I'm just saying. So understand that prayer is never afterthought. Rather, it is to be our first start, our principle of action, and our primary plan. Listen, there's many questions you can ask yourself, but ask yourself this question. How would you define the discipline of prayer for yourself? Also, are you a person who naturally prays in all situations you face, uh, from daily life uh, to future activities, and for your own needs and those needs of others? Uh Uh-oh. If not, and why not? I'm just asking for a friend. Do you pray for others? I mean, even your enemies. Listen, I have some people that are are against me. They're upset with me, especially when it comes to this COVID thing. Like, we on opposite sides of the pendulum. There's some people that I love, like, for real, for real. Like, And these people are at church. But at the end of the day, listen, I still have to pray for them. I just do. Uh, Because I can't say I love God. And then God tells me, how do you love me whom you don't see? And you don't even love your neighbor whom you do see. So I still have to pray for them. Uh, Listen, I still, no matter if we agree or see the same thing the same way, I still have to pray for them. But you know what? Everybody's not mature like that. Oh, no, no, no. Because if they hate somebody, don't like somebody, or they made them upset, whatever, they ain't praying for nobody. Listen, the angel Gabriel can come down to them and say, listen, God said you need to pray for this man or woman. And if they don't like them, they're like, oh, well, not today. I'm just saying it happens like that. Here's another question you should ask yourself. What part does prayer play in your relationships with church, members, friends, co-workers, and family? I'm just asking. These are questions that you need to ask yourself. I'm going to put some more questions up uh, on my uh, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. And then uh, some of you have already hit me up, and I gave you a special gift. So once again, if you hit me up on my Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Real Pastor Wade, Wade is spelled W-A-I-D, I'll send you not only all of the questions, but I'll send you a special gift that I sent to others. I'm telling you, you're going to love it. That's Real Pastor Wade. I'm just saying again, you get a special gift. I'll give you the questions and also something special that you will want, love, and need. Real Pastor Wade and Wade is spelled W-A-I-D on my Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. I'm just saying. Next thing, understand this. Prayer acknowledges that we have a relationship with Jesus, and because of this, we are able to respond to him. Furthermore, understand this, y'all. Watch this. We come to him through the communication of discussion, learning, and our relationship building as in his word and his spirit. Discipline of prayer comes down to our willingness and desire. We must have a yearning and a desire to commune with our Lord and Savior. The spirit persuades us to be yielded and inspire us to respond and seek Christ out so he can mold us, indwell in us, motivate us, empower us, and shape us to his will inside and out. You can find that in Psalms 27 and 8. I'm just saying, y'all, I hope this is helping you. Also, this requires us to see the importance of it, the duty we have to persevere in our faith and the humility we are to put on. Uh, you can find this in Psalms 65 and 2, Luke 11, 1 through 13, and Luke 18, 1 through 14, Hebrews 11 and 6. To make this discipline work, we, then we're talking about prayer. Remember, we're all talking about prayer. The discipline of prayer in the dis- is one of the disciplines of faith in which is inside of how to apply faith. So now we already talked about how to apply faith. Now we're talking about the discipline of faith. And one of the disciplines of faith is prayer. To make this discipline work, we must use our passion to pursue Christ more and ourselves 
less. The question is, are we willing to respond to his calling to seek him further as he first sought us out? I'm just asking for a friend. The discipline of prayer, y'all, watch this, is committing to a two-way communication between God and our creator and us. This does not happen overnight. It may take years to develop this discipline to become second nature, automatic and continue. Remember I said that. Listen, I've been doing this practice of prayer saying good morning, uh, thank you God, the name of Jesus at night, uh, or when I walk out and hit the atmosphere, I say, this is the day, this is the only day that the God Lord has made, let us rejoice and be glad in it. And then I say the prayer of Jabez and oh, bless me indeed and enlarge my terri that, in territory that your hands may be with me and that you keep me so that I may cause no pain. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. I constantly say that every time when I first hit the atmosphere outside, that's a prayer that I always say, not including any prayers I may say during the day or for other people when they ask me to pray for them. So it's a continual discipline that you must practice. Remember, we said discipline, exercise, a regiment. This is a regiment, just like you was to go to work out. I told you my producer of the show, Kevin Clayton. He listened. He said I had to get it in. And so he didn't come to work, but he had to get his exercise in. He's practicing a regiment right now. Oh boy, come on, y'all. Listen, can we just stop being lazy? Just all of us in many different areas. Listen, the world right now is so lazy. They want to depend on the government for everything. Listen to Dr. Fauci for this, that, and the other. Stop it. Listen, listen to God, and I'm telling you, you'll win. I don't care what a virus or anything that they're saying is doing. Listen, you listen to God and listen the way God does it and eat the food that God gave you. I'm telling you, you'll win. Oh, boy, they don't like me. See, if I was a doctor, they would have, they would, try to strip my license right now because I can't tell you a natural way to heal. I only can give you drugs because doctors are drug dealers. They work for the FDA. I'm going to leave that alone. Okay. <laughs> Moving forward. Understand this. We got to understand that it may take years to develop the discipline to become second nature, automatic, uh, and also continual. Normally, for most Christians, prayer is intermittently used for occasions when we want something, when we have the time, when we schedule it, ooh, and so forth. The discipline of prayer is normally scheduled. Ouch. But it is so much more. It is an attitude that we put into practice. We still should do our scheduled prayers, but not let that be the only time to do it, y'all. We do not to, we do not, this not to just maintain our relationship with Christ, but to empower it further. Build it and pursue it. Him totally and continually in reverent attitude of prayer. Listen, some of you may be stuck right now, and that's okay. But guess what? Here on This Is Day, we like to talk about practical ways of doing things. I'm going to give you some practical steps that you could take that anybody, whether you have no prayer life, a little prayer life, a kind of prayer life, or a major prayer life, these are things that you can always do to get better. Let's see what some of the steps you can do. First thing you can do, break up your prayer times. You know, all them, that's, that's for my uh, ritualistic people that got to pray at a certain time, certain way, certain date, certain listen. Break up your time for prayer. Because you know what? As you're going through the course of the day, so much didn't happen, uh, not only to you, but to somebody else, that maybe breaking up your prayer time, maybe God will show you what you actually should be praying for. You know, because some people will be in the same, saying the same prayers over and over again. I need rent. I need this. I need that. I need that. And God may want you to see this uh, man or woman 
uh, somewhere and he go, oh, you go, oh, that's who you want me to pray for God. So break up your times. Spend time with God when you first get up. Never would tell you not to do that. That's why I always talk to him first when I, before I get up. When I get up, look over your day and all that you need to do. Seek his help and be open to his presence and opportunities to grow, learning and more. Then spend some more time with him when you are about to go to bed. Use this time to go over your day, what you have learned and what you can do better in the future. And then commit yourself to God again. Sounds like a plan? Here's another thing you can do. Number two, watch this. Do not be overwhelmed. You know, we can have, we can be overwhelmed. We can have that anxiety. Oh God, I need you. You know, we get into that, that place where uh, it's not a prayer no more that sometimes it'd be begging. And listen, folks, I'm just trying to help. Don't get mad at me. I'm only a messenger. But you know how we can get sometimes. Sometimes when we go in prayer, it can be so overwhelming. We're, we're brokenhearted. We have a need or whatever. And, and sometimes uh, we miss that relationship part in the communication with God. So do not be overwhelmed. Start to take baby steps. That is, start with five minutes a day in the morning and also again in the evening before bed. Then slowly add it uh, to it. Keep in mind, our Lord's Prayer. Give praise to God. Seek uh, His will, His instruction, and seek His kingdom. Do not forget to listen and ask for forgiveness of your sins. That's why Acts, A-C-T-S, what it is. First, we want to adore God in our prayers. Anytime you start a prayer, adore Him first before you ask for anything. Second thing, once you confess to Him, listen, confess your sins, confess the sins of somebody you may know about. You don't have to be too specific, but say, God, we acknowledge that we were in the wrong that this was not of you. Confession. Then go into Thanksgiving. God, I just thank you for everything you've done. I thank you for this, that, and other, and whatever. Then we go into S, which is supplication. We The asking for what you need from God is the last thing. Listen, you got to adore him first. Listen, give him the warms and give him the warm and fuzzies. I mean, give it to him for real. Then confess to him, listen, I was tripped. I missed the mark on this. And, and then thank him, say, God, but I thank you anyway for being there. I thank you for showing up. Thank you for putting food out there. I thank you for giving me a promotion of my job in the middle of a crisis. I thank you for that. But master, this is what I need. If it be thy will. Just like that. So don't be overwhelmed. Uh, break it up uh, five minutes a day. And then as you continue this activity and regimen, you'll get better and better at communicating. Third thing is concentrate. Ha! Come on, y'all. Concentrate. That is focus on God. You got to focus on him. That's why you got to be in a constant relationship with him. Listen, even when sometimes I know I'm doing wrong, uh, because the Holy Spirit is there, he's going, you know, that's wrong. And because my conscience is not seared, because uh, he, when it says I'll turn you into a reprobated mind, that means an unprincipled life. I don't live an unprincipled life. But there are some things that I may do wrong. And the Holy Spirit is saying, you know, you should. And that's why I have to tell myself, yeah, Wade, you was tripping. So you got to focus on him. That's being in relation with him. That's something that you develop over time every single day. I don't care if somebody's been in church for 40 years with God. Their relationship with God could get better. Oh, boy. Oh, somebody just got mad. I've been walking with the Lord ever since I was a little girl, and now I'm 80 years old. Well, praise the Lord. It can still get better. Oh, boy. Somebody don't like me, but it's okay. Concentrate, that is, focus on God. The priority is your sanctification, your learning, and your growth in him. This is the best done in a quiet place, free from distractions. Thus, praying in front of the TV with your favorite show on is not a good idea. This disrupts God and keeps you unfocused. That messed somebody up right there.
you may want to cut all the distractions out when you're talking to the Lord, because uh, you, you need to focus on what you're actually asking for, especially if you like me and pray in specifics. Listen, sometimes people take them blanket prayers and that's OK. But sometimes, listen, God, I need this, that right here. Listen, I'm just asking if you're willing to do that for me. I really appreciate it. <laughs> but be a specific, especially when you pray for somebody healing or something like that. Find out a name. Like when somebody says, will you pray for such and such? I would say, what's their name? I need to call out their name. Just like when Jesus went to the tomb, he said, Lazarus, come forth. He didn't say come forth because the whole tomb would have came. Everybody in the tomb would have came out. He said, Lazarus, come forth. So when you pray, you, you bring forth their name and saying their name and who they are, who you want God. That's why you got to focus. Oh, boy. I hope this is helping y'all. Listen, if it's helping, hit me up. Real Pastor Wade at Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. And Wade is spelled W-A-I-D. I would love to hear from you. Also, tell me about your prayer life. Or if you need help, anything on your prayer life. Or if you need prayer from me, hit me up. Real Pastor Wade. And Wade is spelled W-A-I-D. And I will pray for you on my Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Next thing is seek to free your mind of stress. Woo! Oh, my goodness. That's a mic drop right there. Do I need to stop? I can stop right there, y'all. Can I stop right there? Seek to free your mind from stress, worry, and distraction. So Jesus is the only one, the only item in your mind. This is hard and takes practice. But the more you do it, the better you will become. Listen, that speaks for itself, y'all. Come on. When you talk about the discipline of prayer, you have got to seek to free your mind of stress, worry, and distractions. So Jesus is the only one, the only item in your mind. This is the hard, this is so hard and takes practice. But the more you do it, the better you will become at it. I promise you will, God. Y'all, whatever the stress is going on, and I know stress, listen, you could be, you could feel overwhelmed. And sometimes it could clutter your words. You don't know exactly what to ask for because so many things are just coming at you. But if you just stay focused on Jesus, the one that says, uh, I have come so that you may have life and have that life more abundantly. Focus on that. Focus on the chief intercessor. Focus on the true vine. Focus on the lion of the tribe of Judah. Focus on the chief cornerstone. Focus on the Messiah, the Savior, the anointed one. Focus on him in your prayer and leave all the stress away. And I'm telling you, he'll bring everything into focus. He'll take all that stress away. Even though the problem may not be solved right then and there, the, you will be relieved of your stress. Good God Almighty. Thank you, God. Next thing, if you still feel stuck in prayer, read the newspaper and pray for items regarding your nation. Oh my God. Oh, oh my God. Listen, some of, some of y'all even have newspapers right now, but some of y'all can uh, go on the internet because that's when all your phones uh, and uh, you get news alerts of everything, all these uh, uh, so-called positive COVID tests and so-called deaths that are that are happening, even though uh, people die every, uh, 120 people die every minute, y'all. Not from COVID, from various things, 120 people die a minute. Come on, man. Come on, that's 7,200 people an hour. That's 173,000 people a day. That's 65,000 people, 65 million, I'm sorry, in a year. That's not of COVID. That's from anything. 
in everything, y'all. So let's just stop all this foolishness with all these fake numbers. They just trying to vaccinate all y'all. But I'm going to leave that alone. They just trying to poison all y'all. But I'm going to leave that alone because that's all it is. Two doses. Listen, stop. I know a few people that got sick just from that and they shouldn't have took it. But hey, that's another story. But understand this, if you feel stuck in prayer, read the newspaper and pray for pray for the items regarding your nation, the, the, the county in which you live in, your neighbors. Also read through the Bible and pray. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Ask God for the mission that he has for you. Listen, and use a Bible passage or a hymn or a prayer. Uh, like one of the um, uh, Tasha Cobbs, uh, I love her. Now she's Tasha Cobb Leonard and she has one song, I don't know the title of it, but I use one of her, uh, um, I use one of her lines in a prayer sometimes uh, because it's so uh, revealing, it's so powerful talking to God like that. She says, she says in the song, if you bring the fire, she's talking to God. She says, if you bring the fire, I will bring the sacrifice. Oh my God, when I said that in a prayer and it just came to me, it lit me up like a Christmas tree. I was like, oh my God, because God, you're the one that's going to bring the fire. But guess what? I'm going to bring myself, present yourself as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto him, which is your reasonable servant. So when she said that in the song, it lit me up and I use it from time to time when it hits me. God, if you bring the fire, I will bring the sacrifice. I'm bringing myself as the sacrificial lamb. Oh my God, y'all, when you pray for somebody. So use a Bible passage or a hymn as a prayer, uh, in your prayer to, if, to help you. Also, find a quiet place where there are no distractions. That's if you know you want to be by yourself and stuff like that, but that's not including if you're in your car. Listen, you don't have to have your eyes closed and all that kind of stuff all the time. You can, uh, you can have your eyes open. I pray with my eyes open a whole bunch of times because I don't want nobody stealing them while I'm praying. <laughs> you know, there's an old saying, uh, uh, to the slaves, you know, it, it says that the white man gave gave us the Bible, <laughs> and we took the Bible and bowed our head and closed our eyes, and they stole the land. Oh, did I? I'm, oh God, I'm in so much trouble. I, I, I'm just saying that's what happens. So what happens is sometimes we need to keep a watchful eye. So sometimes it's okay to pray with your eyes open. It's okay, you know, God is not going to not accept your prayer for praying <laughs> with your eyes open. It's okay. You don't have to be on your knees all the time, but it's also a reverent position. It's a submitted position. That's why we uh, get on our knees. So I'm not saying don't do that from time to time as well. All I'm saying is get out of the ritualistic way that you think it needs to be done. So sometimes you may want to find a quiet place where there's no distractions. Another thing, try to pray out loud. This will help you concentrate. You know, sometimes we like to pray on our breath, pray out loud. Listen, sometimes, uh, I'll be in the house and I'll just start praying. I'll just walk around the house, just praying out loud, praying for various different things. So sometimes you can do that wherever you are. Listen, if you're in that space where you by yourself and you can pray out loud, listen, some people may say, you crazy talking to yourself. Listen, I'm talking to the Lord out loud. And sometimes I may be talking about you, helping you. So sometimes you got to put a voice on it. You're putting the prayer into the atmosphere. That's why you want to put it out loud. You're putting a prayer into the atmosphere. And what's in the wind? Listen, God can pick that thing up because there are promises that God activated for the very foundation of the world that in your prayer, it can pick it up and will manifest itself. You know, some people want to call it the universe. Yeah, I'm holding quotes up there. Stop calling it the universe. It is not the universe. Call his by his name. 
God. I don't want the universe to deliver anything to me. I want God, Jehovah Sabaoth, the God of the universe, to deliver me something. Oh, my goodness. Did I hurt somebody's feelings? I know some people want to get all they sage out and all that, and let's pray to the ancestors. What ancestors? Which one are you talking about? There's so many ancestors. You don't know who you're calling. You want to burn incense and all that? No, I want to pray to God, Jehovah Sabaoth, the God of the universe. That God, the creator of all. That's who I want to pray through. Not, oh, universe, I'm just going to open up to you. Stop it. There's so many things in the universe. Because when you open it up to the universe, guess what? Who's in the universe too? Who's the prince of the power of the air? The devil. Satan himself. Yeah. That's why when you open yourself up to the universe, he can bless too. Oh, boy. I'm going to leave that alone, y'all. I'm going to leave it alone. Uh. <laughs> Using the Lord's Prayer is great. It's also one of the best templates. But listen, you don't have to be so literal. Remember that it is a model prayer and not an actual prayer. Go through it, petition, and spend time in it. You can also use the Ten Commandments if you want or Colossians 1. Try to start with baby steps. Ten minutes a day for a month. Listen, baby step this thing, y'all. Baby step this thing. Try to start with baby steps. Ten minutes a day for a month. Then in the second month, increase it to 15 minutes. The third month, 20 minutes and so on. Your goal is to have at least one hour a day in prayer free from distractions and a wandering mind. If this is too much and your mind wanders, watch this. Just remember to break the time up throughout the day. One third in the morning, one third during the midday and one third before bed. I'm just saying, just break it up, make it easier for yourself. Listen, if a whole hour of prayer, listen, I know some people that can go in. Uh, I'm talking about, listen, there's some places in uh, around the world, especially like in Africa, there are prayer camps. Yeah, I said it, prayer camps. Like all they do all day is pray. Camps, that's what they do is pray. I know, especially in America, uh, ain't too many people that can do that all day long. Listen, I, I'm a prayerful person. Listen, I know it, take, it would take a lot of the Holy Ghost to do that. I have never done it myself, but I know what it, even the prayers, when I go in prayer, I know how draining it is uh, to my body and to me and mentally and physically. I can only imagine all day long. So listen, I'm not getting on anybody about that. Whatever your prayer time is, is your prayer time. Listen, there is no time limit. There is no, just because you may do it one or two minutes a day, you are just as equal and, 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 and great to God as the person that do it all day. Because there's no favoritism. A prayer is a prayer. And matter of fact, some, some uh, the best prayers are those. I love the people. Huh. I have a, a friend. She's such a sweetheart. She uh, Her name is Eureka. And I'm telling you, uh, uh, she's one of the shyest people we meet, but one of the biggest hearts I've ever seen. And then uh, when you talk about prayer, she didn't want to do it, but I know she's available. And that's what God wants if somebody's available. So we were at altar call and I looked at her and I said, come here, I need you to pray. She was frightened because that's not her thing. But when I tell you, when that woman starts to pray, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, listen, she calls, she moves the hand of God. I know she does. And what happens is when I asked her to do it, the day she was praying for somebody, they needed a prayer from her. 
they needed that voice. They needed her heart. And I'm telling you, it, she didn't have the eloquent words like some people listen. I, I've seen some people pray heaven down with the most eloquent of words, but I know her heart and her heart was connected to God and that person needed her. And I'm telling you, she's one of the best prayer, prayer words. I don't let everybody pray for me. She can pray for me. Another, another one, Minister uh, Melody, that girl, because uh, 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 she it, it was passed down from her mama, uh, Edna Wright. And when uh, Melody prays, you know, because she's she's one of our intercessors. And when that girl, uh, I see her uh, open up church. That's why before we start church, she uh, intercedes for the whole church. And when I'm telling you, when that girl goes in and she starts praying, she lights it up like, like a Christmas tree. But that's just her connection that has had with God. Listen, I've been trained by some of the breasts. Oh, my God. Pastor Sarah Morton. Now she prophetess Sarah Morton. I mean, that woman right there. I mean, she's from Africa. And that woman right there, by way of London, that woman right there. I used to go to her. Uh, uh, she used to have a mentorship clinic called the Trees of Righteousness in Inglewood, California. And I'm telling you, I went there for a very long time. And when you talk about learning how to pray, learn how to go in and really having that connection with God, when I watched that woman pray, I'm like, oh my God, I'm nothing. Not that I was comparing, but just to see somebody like, that's how you go in. And she lit me up like a Christmas tree. And from there on, my relationship with God and my prayer time and how to pray, Cindy Trim is another one. Oh my God, just took me there. Like there's just so many uh different people that I've been around to help pray. So that's another thing. Be around some prayer for people. They can help you. And not like they're teaching, like this is what you say, but watch them, how they, how, their words, how are they in relationship with God, how their demeanor, look at all that kind of stuff. Because listen, when it's your time, as you mature in God, I'm telling you, your prayer life, the, how you pray will go to a whole nother level. Always ask yourself this. What am I to do the first thing in all situations? Is it to complain or argue or to be stressed out? Understand this. How about the discipline of prayer? Consequently, as your prayer life grows, so does your worship and learning of Christ. As your relationship grows, your gifts, skills grow, your meaning and purpose in life grows, and so forth. 2 Peter 1, 5-9. Therefore, more prayer will cause you to be more passionate, have deeper worship experiences, become a better leader, develop more knowledge, maturity, and character, and become a better servant and friend. You will also become better equipped to handle all that comes your way. And remember, if you don't remember nothing else, remember, we all have access to God. Y'all better listen to me. I don't care if it's Bishop Tutu, Jakes. I don't care who it is. Uh, I don't care the bishops or the bishops. It don't matter. I don't care who you think it is and who, oh, they've been in God more longer than me. It doesn't matter. Remember, we have all have access to God. We have permission to come to him. That should say have you say, wow, right now. What a privilege we all have in God, that God was willing to accept all of our prayers, no matter how long we've been in him, known him, our titles, how much money we make, we all have access and a privilege to pray to God. Woo! Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I pray you've enjoyed our time together as much as I did. Thank you for tuning in to episode four of Disciplines of Faith. And we talked about prayer today. 
I thank you for all your support and the responses. New episodes release every Thursday on iTunes and Spotify at 8 a.m. Pacific time. And the next one we're going to talk about is we're going to move on to the next discipline, which is the discipline of repentance. Please remember to subscribe and don't just listen to these episodes. Just one. Get them ingrained in your spirit. Remember, you can't exercise faith without discipline. Also, for anything to become a habit, psychologically takes 60 to 90 days, 66 to be exact. Remember, in all thy getting, get understanding, and then practice implementing what you have learned. Remember, discipline is the key to discipleship. A special thanks, you know it, to my man KC, Kevin Clay, that I am music group. That's my dog right there. Also, Erica Duff for the artwork and the Flow Therapy Morning Show with Coco B and Frank Nitty on the Uncommon Gospel Radio Network. Alex Teamer, a.k.a. A-Team for the baseline. Pastor Warren Campbell, that's my pastor. I love you, man. And Lena Bird-Miles for this is the intro. Lena Bird-Miles has a new album dropping soon, so look for that on all the listening platforms that you have. Also, a shout-out to Shay J Entertainment, Shannon Jackson, and the Holy Ghost Busters Mobile Ministry. A shout-out to the House of NoHo podcast show with Julian Payne. That's my man. And remember, if you are in the area of Los Angeles, California, look up the House of NoHo with Julian Payne, and I'm telling you, it'll bless your life. And then if you need a fresh cut, I'm telling you, you're going to want it. Remember to subscribe. So this is a day or whatever podcast platform you use. And you can also follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Real Pastor Wade. And Wade is spelled W-A-I-D. Remember to post any subject titles you would like to discuss on This Is The Day Facebook page or feedback on your Instagram stories or what you thought about the conversation. Always remember, God believes in you and so do I. Till next time, this is the day. This is always the day for breakthrough. Victory! Redemption! Thank you for tuning in. Remember to subscribe to This is the Day with Pastor Wade on any podcast platform that you use. You can interact with Pastor Wade with questions, comments, or subject titles you would like discussed. You can follow Pastor Wade at Real Pastor Wade, that is Real Pastor W-A-I-D, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.